Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report and one of our best and most uh, vociferous and powerful and intellectually sharp uh, co-hosts is Josh Bernstein. He has his own show over Patreon. You go to patreon.com, Josh Bernstein. You can even donate to his organization. And, uh, Josh, you have some interesting analysis of uh, what's going on with the Iran deal that uh, now Trump has decertified. Uh, people need to know what the, what the glass ceiling is in terms of delay of nuclear war in the Middle East and proliferation of weapons. We'll get into the third hour with Larry Pratt on the anomalies of the of the Mandalay Bay massacre and what's really going on. And I'm a forensic a medical investigator, so I'm going to tell you uh, there's some forensics about this deal with Iran that are scary. So let's go through some of the, the analyses that you have. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, um, you know, decertifying the deal basically means the president says that he doesn't agree with it. But what he's basically doing, in some respect, is punting the responsibility of the deal to Congress. So it's going to actually fall into Congress's hands. Now, the other thing that he did is he's going after the Revolutionary Guard, but he has come just uh, right up to the edge without actually designating them a terrorist organization, which I think that they are and they should be designated as such. So instead, he's just putting extra sanctions on them as well. Now, I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sh- let, me, let me insert something, though. Something came up that I found out yesterday, and I want you to respond on this, that apparently in Venezuela they have Hezbollah operation in Venezuela right now. So please continue. So in other words, Iran and Hezbollah, which are tied together. I have heard that uh, Hezbollah has a large, uh, you know, base, if you will, uh, not just in Venezuela, but they are also operatives in Cuba. There are operatives in Nicaragua and Honduras. Right. And by the way, they have a lot of intermediate-range missiles that can strike the United States with chemical, biological, and nuclear weapons from Venezuela and these other bases. This is something I've known for five to six years, and I've talked about it because I have. You've got to remember, Dr. Diggle is not just Dr. Diggle. I had above top secret clearance, so I have people still inside the Pentagon, uh, CENTCOM, et cetera, that I'm in contact with. Some of them will come on under pseudonyms, like Dr. Paul, who is actually an engineer in the Pentagon. Uh, but you have to understand, 
I know some really bad stuff from the inside, and I'm extremely concerned because literally just south of our southern border, on the other side of the Gulf of Mexico, we've got basically Hezbollah and their Confederates all set to send missiles on our on our soil from very short distances, relatively. Right, and they may exacerbate their aggression towards the United States uh, based on the fact that we are trying to decertify the Iran deal. Uh, they've already said that uh, there will be retaliation to it. But let's understand the Iran deal for a minute. The Iran deal did not stop the nuclear proliferation of the Iranian regime. In fact, what it did is it just put the brakes, or I should say it was supposed to put the brakes on their program uh, of enriching uranium and all that for 10 years. So that's why when President Trump says it's the worst deal ever negotiated, he is correct, because here's what we did. First of all, we sent a, a plane full of cash, billions of dollars as ransom to the Iranians. That was part of it. Then we lessened sanctions on the Iranian regime, the mullahs and all that. And beyond that, we basically said, we'll do those things and give you cash and everything else as long as you stop enriching uranium for the next 10 years. After 10 years, we'll renegotiate, and you can blow us up then. But we've got to make sure that we look good now for Barack Obama and the administration. Remember Barack Obama is... horrible part of this deal is. Barack Obama is trying to make us a post-colonial nation to destroy the borders of America, to certify 82,000 criminals that were re-released on the streets they wouldn't deport. So Barack Obama is a criminal. And people need to understand this deal guarantees by 2025, dozens of nations in the Middle East will have nuclear weapons, can deliver scalar biological weapons, and it makes the tinderbox of the Middle East far more dangerous. And then we have people like North Korea. It's going to be like a Walmart for nukes. And you can guarantee that there was collaboration going back even over 30, 40 years between Iran and uh, developing of the Osirak reactor in Syria, which was bombed by the Israelis back 40 years ago. Right. People need to understand that what's really going on here is is North Korea could become the Walmart for nukes. You have to understand yeah, they that. they could. And you can look at Barack Obama and the JCPOA as the catalyst that brought uh, nuclear weapons to all these countries because by allowing the Iranians to continue their nuclear program, you've got all the other countries that are going, hey, well, what about us? We want to have nuclear power, too. And so well, they, don't, they don't want to have it. They, they have to have it. Right now, the reason why King, the King Salman was, was literally kissing both butt cheeks of Donald Trump when they had this big meeting in his palace, he's terrified of Iran nearly setting up bases because you could have giant uh, Russian air bases with short-range nuclear weapons aimed at all our military bases in the Middle East and short-range right in Syria. And the reason why we, we had some of the generals calling for 150 to 250,000 troops in Syria, which will not happen, is because the Russians are ready with their short-range uh, you know, killer uh, ships that actually can send a missile several thousand miles to wipe out every one of our military bases within minutes right now. And people don't know that the guns are in each other's heads. And we don't just have, you know, nuclear and scalar. We have space-based scalar weapons like grazers, it's called, a gamma-ray collimated beam weapons or scalar weapons that can trigger off earthquakes and volcanoes. Right now, for example, the Russians have been scoping around the Azor Islands off the uh, Africa coast in the last two days, a number of earthquakes happening in the Azores, which could cause a super tsunami half a mile high to strike America and the coast of Britain and Europe and so on uh, at Mach 1, speed 700 miles an hour, is very, very dangerous. We've been watching this since the mid-80s. People don't understand these things can be triggered off a relatively small weapon 
could trigger off a slide of the island, and they've done simulations at the facility in Northern California and also in Switzerland, and this would create massive deaths. 92 million Americans are in danger of being wiped out by a super tsunami that could go as far inland, depending on the height, up to 200 miles inland. So people aren't ready for any of this stuff, are they? No, they're not. And the best thing that President Trump could do is take out the North Korean regime and the Iranian regime, but at least the North Korean regime. Because you're right, North Korea is going to be a sponsor for Iran. It's going to be a sponsor for Syria. It's going to be a sponsor for Venezuela and Cuba and many of those rogue nations. So I think that the head of the snake, if you will, is the North Korean regime. And we already know now that Kim Jong-un has already relinquished most of his power to his sister because he knows he's going to be taken out very, very soon. Well, I think what's going on, people have to understand, though, North Korea is just a bad dog of China. The Chinese are are very clever, but they're also stupid. They think if they multi-track and say, look, we want to make ice cream and sell you popcorn and buy your movie theaters or buy your Hollywood studios. At the same time, they will actually want to be able to station 10 or 20 years from now Chinese soldiers and military in U.S. cities. People don't understand that the Chinese setting up these islands in the South China Sea are blocking traffic in the busiest area in the world for naval traffic and containers. So people should start grasping. The Japanese are not stupid. They have had long-standing wars for thousands of years with the Chinese. And the Nipponese people, which includes Korea, are the toughest people with the highest muscle-to-bone ratio on Earth. So you talk about Koreans, and I have relatives that fought in the Korean War. They are serious people. You need to take them real seriously. And the problem is they're very intelligent. And when you look at the North Koreans, they live in a bubble. And these people have not seen reality. The South Koreans are some of the most industrious people on the planet. And so are the Japanese. And the Japanese, I can tell you, from the Fukushima Daiichi plant, plant number three, they were making plutonium detonators for warheads, and their missile delivery systems for satellites are the second best on the planet, right after ours, better than anybody's. So if you think the Japanese are slouches or don't, don't have advanced weapons, what I do know is they don't have, beyond the Patriot system, which is freaking useless, uh, the theater air system, they don't have the plasma weapon systems or ground-based uh, a plasma beam Tesla weapons to destroy missiles as they come in. And there's been two flyovers of Japan in the last couple of months. This is extremely dangerous. If they strike a Japanese city, the Japanese are going to unleash nuclear weapons on China. And China will be wiped out in 12 to 14 minutes. And people don't understand this will start a thermonuclear conflict between India and, and, uh, and Pakistan and between Russia and America. And this is going to get very, very deadly. Most of the population of humans on Earth will die in 24 hours or wish they were dead. So this is a very dangerous time we're in right now, isn't it? And I, I, love, what, uh, I love what I love what Trump did. Cataclysmic as that, but uh, I definitely well, well, think that uh, North well, Korea needs to go. And I think we can do a surgical strike and a decapitation attack. Oh, absolutely. Attack. We need to. Absolutely. It's on the cards. You know, it's very timely that we have uh, the Hollywood Hurricane Harvey Weinstein, rather just the Weinstein, the Hurricane Harvey that arrived and devastated uh, Texas and uh, New Orleans. Um, and, of course, uh, let's talk about this. Why is it such a big uh, you know, geopolitical and uh, intel hurricane that the Democrats can't defend against? Because they've even been joking for years on even the Oscars of how he's a groper. They should call him the grope master. 
I mean, it's mind-boggling. They try to, they try to, they try to pretend even his wife. I'm going to leave him now. Come on, you're going to tell me that she's that subnormal intelligence that you know her husband was a was a groper? Really? I mean, there's so many witnesses now. I've heard there's something like 29 witnesses in. The reports that were going to come out on NBC, they actually suppressed purposely. There's even international witnesses, people in Europe and around the world. Uh, this guy, if you, if, you, if you heard that tape with the one girl, she sounds like she was Colombian or whatever, right. but anyway, Argentine, and I think. Anyway, if you hear that tape, he's like, oh, come on, come on, baby, come on. It's okay. I'm a famous guy. It's okay. I promise. I swear on my kids. Da, 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 da. I mean, it's really just sick, and it, it just shows you the arrogance and the elitism and the power hungry that this creep, this pervert, Harvey Pervertstein, as I'm calling him, uh, you know, did all these horrific things and basically used his position of power and leverage to basically tell these women, if you want parts in my movie, then you're going yeah, to have but, certain things uh, for me, and that's just wrong. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, there's a connection that's not that's missing that needs to be connected because remember, she took a lot of the money I call the Hildebees. That's Hillary Clinton. And remember, she's a very demonically evil person. She's probably the most evil person in politics for thousands of years. That's how evil she is. And people need to connect it to the pedogate, the pedophile rings. Because if you want to look at this kind of level of pedophilia, because he's talking about underage women and so on, and actually procuring women that are underage and doing really awful things, we're not just talking about somebody that's a sexual predator and then will go after women. And obviously some of these women are, are collaborating because they want to get jobs with him. But what you're seeing is something much worse than that. And it's my guess is the missing connection that needs to be made is this tied directly to Pedagate. And the pedophile rings are always through the Democratic Party, many of the Republican Party, uh, congressmen, senators, uh, agents within the government that are in permanent positions, all kinds of places. In fact, when you talk to experts, which I've had on the show, the number of people in different levels of government, all the way right down to state and city and, 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 and uh, you know bureaucratic offices, is mind-boggling. So my guess would be the real issue that's, that's not connecting here is the connection between pedophilia rings like John Podesta, who was the campaign manager for Hillary Rotten Clinton, the Hildebeest, uh, and, uh, and also there are a lot of these rhino Republicans like uh, Don McInsane, who takes money directly from George Soros. Uh, we have to understand that what's going on here is a much deeper deep state thing than we think, and it's much more connected to evil than we want to believe, isn't it? You're absolutely correct, and, and I will point out that, let's not forget, it was Hillary Clinton who tried to um, squash the investigations against her husband, Bill Clinton, and tried to silence the women from coming out against her husband and even intimidated them, hired private eyes to follow them, intimidate them. Uh, there's been a couple of instances where they were even pushed or shoved or even hit before. Uh, Dolly, Dolly Kyle, who I've interviewed, oh, said she yeah. was harassed. Yeah, I've interviewed them too. So, yeah, I've interviewed so, yeah, this all goes back to Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, Bill Clinton, and Barack Obama. These are evil, sick, demented, twisted people that support pedophilia. They support abuse against women, and they support these types of Hollywood idiots that do these things. And all I can say is let's hope and pray that Spielberg is next, Geffen follows after that, and many of these other... Just establishment, disgusting, arrogant, liberal Jews that run Hollywood. And that's coming from a conservative Jew. Well, I'll tell you what the, the problem is, and you probably know this. I know this as a Hebrew, and I have Jewish relatives, okay? So I'm going to tell you this is a fact. That after 1,300 years in Babylon, much of the 
the Jewish people were taken over by what's called Babylonian paganism. And it's not in any way directly related to the conservative Jews who try to stick to the Torah and the, and, and the Pentateuch. We're dealing with people that believe in the Sephiot Zira and, and, the, and these other un, unholy books and to a form of evil that is the underlying roots of why Adolf Hitler rose to power because people think it was just one, he was just going, quote, after the Jews when in fact he is at least half to one quarter Jewish himself. What is one group of Masons fighting another group and they were actually trying to get rid of the religious uh, Hebrew rabbis, and that's why even in the Russian uh, Revolution, the religious rabbis were the first to be killed, even before the poets and the politicians and the singers and everything in Russia. People need to understand what's really going on here is a battle. In uh, the same thing with the rise of the state of Israel. Israel was, was a, formed as a communist state that was atheistic by the, uh, and we've had people like, you know, uh, our, our Jewish authors on, you know, from, from Israel, like Barry Chamish. He's talking about specifically, and that's why his persona non grata in Israel, his family are still there. They've tried to kill him three times when he was in the state of Israel before he moved to Florida. So I have good Jewish friends to tell you straight from the inside that this is the, uh, you know, the communist uh, parties that were collaborating, trying to get people out of, uh, preventing them from getting out of, it, uh, out of Europe, actually caused them to end up going to these work death camps. And most of the people died, by the way, of disease and starvation not in these so-called incinerators, although there were a lot of incinerators that killed 275,000 mentally retarded people and other people before they started killing the Jews and other people who were, quote, uh, unacceptable because they wanted to get rid of religious Jews. Their primary thing was to get rid of... They wanted to have atheist, agnostic, communist Jews go to the state of Israel. That's why I call Israel, it's a real hell. Uh, people need to understand it was... They keep would see them. They're even members or members of the of the uh, Knesset that were actually members of the Russian Duma at the same time, like Joe Slovo. People don't know this, do they? I don't know. I mean, I'm always a huge defender of the state of Israel. and uh, Well, I, I defend I it, too. I, de- I, de- I defend it, too, because I have good friends there. And most of the new Messianic Christians, and a lot of the good Jews are really good Jewish people. They're solid. They want to have a good, strong family. They're really smart people. They're very technically advanced. So I defend Israel. They're a brother's nation. In fact, what we're doing with Iran, with Obama, is put the hairs, crosshairs directly on our, our so-called Jewish and Christian brothers in Israel. And, and by the way, most of the Christians in Israel are Arab in descent. And people don't even know that 87% of the people in, in so-called the, uh, the occupied territories and so on are linearly 87%, if you look at their genetics, and this is by Jewish geneticists, are Jewish and Hebrew in descent. People don't know that. They don't realize that the the, the Muslim invasion, they actually killed all their other relatives a thousand, a thousand years ago and when the Muslims took over, and the only ones that survived uh, literally uh, acceded to become Muslims. They weren't originally Muslims, they were Hebrews and Jews. Isn't that interesting? Well, getting, getting back to what I was saying as far as Hollywood is concerned, uh, there are many, many communist Jews in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. I'm not referring to Israel, and I don't want to get into the whole Israel no, no, no. thing because I'm right, a exactly. supporter of Israel. And oh, I am too. I listen. Anybody, I, oh, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I, I'm, not saying, I'm not talking negative. I'm saying there's some elements. For example, even the Mossad doesn't support uh, some of the things that are going on. But you have to understand the state of Israel is our, is our twin nation. We cannot break uh, faith with the Israelis and the Israeli nation. If we do, America is doomed. And people don't know this. It's not just a peripheral thing of losing control of the Middle East and the power of oil in the Middle East. Uh, we are tied to them spiritually. I call America, Ephraim America and Israel our brother nation. And if we, we can never break ties with them, but we need to be there to help them to survive 
help them to thrive, help them to get back to their original Hebrew roots. And these apostate, demonic Jews need to be taken to, to jail. Like Harvey Weinstein, groper in chief, doesn't he? Let's get into the executive action on health care. Uh, and this, by the way, was uh, a collaboration between Donald Trump and his buddy, uh, uh, <laughs> who's always seemed to be throwing a wrench into the idea of trying to get rid of Obamacare. We, we're trying to get rid of it rather than playing around the edges of it. This basically is something that went to the courts, I think, in 2014. The courts actually ruled in 2016 that it was illegal to have all these subsidies. And Trump just say, hey, uh, let's just move forward. So tell us the details. What happened and why this is exactly what I've told Trump to do over the last six months plus is don't try to, to push this giant health bill or push it through Congress and Senate. Just right. take it apart. And that's what he's doing. He's finding this piece by piece, piece by piece, just take the damn thing apart, saw it up with what I call a geopolitical uh, torch and hollowed out in the dolly. Stop trying to pass a giant health bill and then put the onus back on these idiots like the Democrats and the Rhino Republicans that won't fix health bills and they're costing us $78 billion on subsidies to insurance carriers that doesn't improve quality of care or even access. It's just disgusting, isn't it? It is. And look, uh, there's been one attempt, two attempts, three attempts, four attempts to get uh, repeal done, and uh, it has not happened. So President Trump rightfully is doing exactly what he has the authority to do, which is take it apart piece by piece through executive action. His latest executive order on health care basically allows you to now uh, open it up over state lines, which obviously will increase competition. And as you increase competition, you obviously lower costs overall in the system. So this is a great first step. Uh, I'd like to see him do even more. But uh, this is something that he's going to have to do by executive action. And if you remember... Go back six months or a year ago when we were talking. I said, unfortunately, because of Barack Obama and because of the House and Senate Republicans not stopping him, uh, we have created a constitutional crisis in which we are now in a post-constitutional America run by executive fiat. And I have said many times that in order for President Trump to get some of the big, big things done, unfortunately, he's going to have to bypass Congress and he's going to have to use executive orders to get things done. I give him a lot of credit. He tried four times before he's taken action through executive action, and uh, I commend him for doing it, and please continue to do it. I'm not a fan of executive orders, but if it undoes the damage of Obamacare and Barack Obama's eight years, I am all for it. Now, the, uh, what other executive orders? And remember, now there's a plan under AMAC, which, is, of course, you represent. AMAC.US, which is the Association of Mature American Citizens, which provides benefits that are far better than AARP. Um, can you tell us what other executive actions you'd recommend? Because I have a couple I'm thinking of that could help uh, Trump basically dissemble uh, Obamacare and force them to immediately have to deal with it across both sides of the aisle, Democrats and Republicans. What would you recommend next? Well, one of the things I think you can do is what the um, Cassidy, uh, uh, what was the other guy's name, uh, Cassidy Graham bill was going to do, and right. that is to change the funding mechanism from the government dictating to the states how they can run and operate their own health care programs to the states allowing the autonomy in the states to decide how they're going to spend the money 
to do their own health care system. So that would be the next executive order that I would certainly like to see. I'd also like to see an increase, maybe even an uncapping, if you will, of HSAs and health savings accounts, allow people to invest more money in their health savings accounts so that there is a catastrophic situation that occurs in their life. They have the funds available to take care of it. That would certainly be another one. Uh, possibly another one I'd like to see would be to curb uh, medical malpractice uh, lawsuits. Yeah, um, that's an easy. That's a, that that can be done as a federal law. Right now, there's state laws like in California. It's capitalist. a loser pay system, and if you right. sue a doctor, you better damn well be able to prove it. Otherwise, yeah. the doctor should be able to yeah. come after you. That well, I know that the overall yeah. cost of I, the I, amount of insurance that doctors have to carry. Well, I'll give you a concrete example. I was only sued once. And it was actually encouraged by the uh, state licensing authority. And the young man was a criminal who had an anklet and a tracker on. And he'd been treated by neurosurgeons and uh, orthopedic surgeons for six years before I saw him. At the time, he'd already had been proven positive to have been using illegal drugs. So I saw him because I was going to refer him to an interventional pain clinic, which was hellish hard to try to get him in to get in a spinal pump or stimulator. He had caught his leg between two cars. And they peeled, posted it back together with titanium screws and so on, and he got a pudendal neuropathy in his lower leg. And what happened is I'd actually discharged him from the practice because he was positive for benzylagonine, but I told him he had to have a, uh, a drug abuse professional working with him, and every time he'd come in, we'd do a urine test. And because I'm a registered toxicologist with the Department of Energy, the Department of Defense, and the Pentagon, and the, and the uh, Olympics team, as soon as he came in with positive, he was discharged. So he killed himself with drugs that he got from an emergency doctor at the university and these illegal drugs after he broke up with his girlfriend. And because the Colorado Board of Medical Examiners had it in for me because I was a, uh, doing high ratings for people who were discharged or brain injury ratings using advanced neuroscientists and brain imaging studies with giant settlements with Great West Life, they decided to target Dr. Deagle. And they said, well, we recommend that you sue Dr. Deagle. Now, I had my lawyer, his name, nickname was Buzzsaw. And at the end of the lawsuit, they realize, they said, they are persecuting you. There's no basis for this lawsuit at all. They want you to admit that you, did, you were a causative in this kid's death when I didn't even give him the drugs. I got the toxicology and actually walked into the board and threw it in front of all the board members. I say, here toxicology shows. It came from the university. He had illegal drugs in his system at the time, but it didn't mean a damn thing. So you have to understand 85% of the lawsuits against doctors are frivolous, and they only go after individual doctors or small groups. Don't go after doctors of 500 to 1,000 doctors with teams of attorneys because they know they're going to have opposition. And they get away with this because they often use the state medical board as a hammer to go after competitive groups that are orthopedic surgeons, neurosurgeons, whatever. They're competing with groups that are allied with the board. So, and they're very corrupt. People have to understand state licensing authorities are very corrupt. You know, like Susan Miller from the secretary of the board was one recommending it. Uh, Nine News uh, was actually collaborating directly. I have all the evidence of that. People need to understand they never won, by the way. They lost, but they still wanted me to settle and sign. I said, you know what? Even if you put a gun to my head, I'm not going to sign anything. You can all go to hell. That was the end of the deal. But we have to understand what's going on in medicine in this country. Trump should just pass an executive order and stop that. The next thing I think you should do, besides the other great things you had an idea for, is he should uh, put on an executive order encouraging these small groups like these ones in Topeka, Kansas, where you get 40 bucks for a, a, an adult and 20 bucks for a child to do all their primary care. And then you have another executive order that makes it really cheap to get catastrophic care. You set up something where you meet all the insurance carriers and say, look, we're going to have national uh, catastrophic care, and you guys can all scrum for it. 
we're going to throw this cheese out, and you put together a plan so every American can buy catastrophic care at a really cheap price. And guess what? If you've got care at your local primary care doctor for 40 bucks for an adult and 20 bucks for a child, and you can buy affordable catastrophic care, and then you can buy preventive care, which we're setting up on talking to our Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, you don't need anything else. you got catastrophic care if you get really sick. you got day-to-day care. The rest of it can go to hell. And uh, basically, the insurance carriers will either play ball, if Trump does this right, or they'll go out of business. It's that easy, isn't it? It is that easy. It really is. I think that uh, if we end up figuring out a way to curb these lawsuits, um, it would be a That's easy. I, I guarantee you that Trump has the power to have a national registry and also to review these. And if there's found that there, the other, the other thing is they should have a review process that will turn a lawsuit into a mediation. So if you have to file and then all of a sudden this commission looks at it and says, hey, this isn't a lawsuit, this is a mediation. Immediately takes away the idea that they can go after a doctor because he's got a target on his back, like in states like Oregon, where they can get millions and millions of dollars. I mean, I know doctors right here in California that can't, after some complaints, they can't even buy insurance that's affordable. So guess what? When they don't have insurance, there's no target on their back. So that's not reasonable either. So it should be mediation. And we should also identify doctors that are in trouble. They don't know what they're doing and they're harming people long before they kill the, the tenth or the hundredth person. And that could easily be done by review of records or review of surgical survival rates, whatever. And then you identify errors in their knowledge base and make sure they're either trained up or taken out of practice or can't do certain procedures. Maybe they're getting too old to do shoulder surgery if they're in orthopedic surgery. Maybe they don't know what the hell they're doing. Maybe they need to just do office practice and can't be in a hospital. That could easily be assessed. And Trump could do all of this by a series of executive orders and by administrative things from Health and Human Services' new director that replaces uh, Dr. Price. So... To me, uh, to help with Congress, just take it apart and put in executive orders and actions through HHS. How about that? Just like your organization, AMAC.US, talks about, because you're not going to get past these nasty, corrupt politicians, are you? No, you're not. And I think, uh, ultimately, you got to look at the fact that it's $200,000 to $400,000 a year for medical malpractice insurance. Right. That would lower it down to fifty to a hundred thousand if you change. Well. And and while we're back, uh, cold play is a good intro. Uh, the cold play right now is we need to get people back to conservatism the Constitutional Republic. I'm glad that Trump won over the uh, NFL, but I also want people to win over and their health care and their conservative rights as seniors over age 50. Give us the intro about AMAC.us. Yeah, AMAC is the conservative alternative to AARP. We're a seniors-based organization for folks 50 years of age and older. And uh, when we do lobby on behalf of Washington and Congress, we just provide seniors with more power, more control, and, of course, more freedom over the health care choices and decisions. So, folks, if you'd like to check us out, please contact 888-262-2006. Again, 888-262-2006. You can also go to amac.us. And if you contact that number, tell them that you heard Josh Bernstein, their national spokesman on the Dr. Bill Deagle Show, and we'll even give you a free membership. That's right, folks, absolutely free membership. Just for mentioning my name and Dr. Deagle, and uh, check us out at amac.us. 
And you want them, by the way, as your organization. Uh, AMAC.US uh, is like the conservative alternative to, to AARP. And uh, GOA, which we're going to have the director uh, and founder, Larry Pratt, on, is the conservative alternative to even uh, the, uh, the NRA. So you've got uh, some really good ideas that, you know, if Trump and his people are listening, they're saying, like, how can we craft this together? Uh, I think it was Rand Paul who's actually met numerous times with uh, Donald Trump to cleverly take something that the courts even decided over two years, between 2014 and 2016, and say it was unconstitutional. But yet they continued to fund it to the $278 billion a year to subsidize insurance carriers. It was a, it was basically an enablement of the insurance carriers to kill, continue to get into the public purse, not to increase the quality of care or even the access, but to just get more money. It's sickening. And uh, it, it didn't provide more care to people. It didn't provide new technology. For example, we talked about preventive care. Uh, they didn't provide things like backup of, of these plans, like these independent doctors just selling plans to people. If the government set up something to kind of support this as support preventive care, I'd be all for it. But I think Trump and his team are gradually going to take one, they're going to get their little, what I call, their bone saws out and their, their welding torches, and they're going to just chop health care to pieces and pull it off in dollies. And then we're going to, the Democrats are going to just be left wanting to say, okay, we have to do something. It's completely collapsed. And the insurance carriers, basically, he does these things. They're going to have to scramble around and actually compete, which is good because that's what makes America great. You do not want, I call, Bernie Sander care. This is evil. I've been working. I worked in Canada. I've seen and worked with doctors that came from Britain. I can tell you what goes on in Australia and New Zealand with their so-called uh, care that doesn't have any innovation. And if you don't fit into their paint-by-numbers therapy programs, you lose your license as a doctor, and the patients can't get access to new and breakthrough treatments. And as a result, it kills you. You might get what I call hangnail medicine at the speed of light, but you don't get real medical care. That's why joining AMAC.US is really important, especially in this transition time, where we want something that's, that's not, and not so expensive that it bankrupts us and kills industry, but we want you, the patient, and your own doctor to be in the driver's seat, not big government. It's crazy, isn't it? That is exactly correct, and, and that's why we are that alternative to AARP. Because when we do lobby on behalf of Washington, we're making sure that anything that they come up with as far as a replacement plan is limited government in scope and uh, obviously does what it's supposed to do, which is lower overall premiums and make uh, everybody have more accessible and better quality health care. So, again, folks, check it out at 888-262-2006. Again, 888-262-2006. Get your free membership today. Have you heard about that poor lady in Michigan who ended up spending five days in jail and while she was in jail, they vaccinated her son and took away her primary parental rights over the child? Did you hear about that? I did. I did. But you know what I heard that was even worse coming out of Michigan is this uh, two-time convicted rapist who actually rapes a, uh, a 12-year-old girl, impregnates her, and this disgusting, despicable, pedophile-loving judge decides to grant him joint custody of the boy that he fathered with the rape victim. It's an absolute oh, no. sick and twisted and demented case. His name is Christopher Mirasoli, and the judge's name is uh, Judge uh, Gregory Ross. Yeah, there's other cases, too, where there's other cases where actually illegals that are underage have caused done rape but not gone to jail over it. So they have less severe enforcement of the law on illegals than even American citizens, which I find mind-boggling. 
And I don't know why the Dakichids are shutting up and thinking they want to get 11 million people certified, or why the Democrats think that Trump is going to cave on the wall or an immigration law. They need to tighten up immigration completely. It should be whatever we need is what we we want to come. And if we want to give a work visa to someone, it doesn't mean they get citizenship like the Bracero program we talked about a couple months ago, that we had in the 1940s where you come and work here, we take half your money and put it in a bank account, the other half you can send back. Uh, and you have to be a good citizen if you just behave when you're in here just like these DACA kids and need to be deported. But Trump is being very kind. He's saying, look, you Democrats uh, and you rhino Republicans in the Congress, you're going to come together with an immigration law and I want my wall or the DACA kids are on the chopping block. And that's fair because if they try to pass the DACA kids alone, we'll have tens of millions showing up every year trying to just show up on our doorsteps. No other nation on earth can survive that kind of massive uncontrolled immigration. Europe. It's a mess. And the, and the fact is they've encouraged policies for decades to for women and their uber what are called leftist communist approach toward women to make sure they don't reproduce. And as a result now, the reproduction rate is so low, the only ones reproducing are the people who migrate in from Turkey and Muslim nations from North Africa. So Europe is toast. Five years to ten years from now, the current rate is going if it doesn't have a total reversal. And there's nations like Hungary, Austria, and others that are getting new conservative leaders and Angela Merkel has been now massively reduced. There's a third party now that has basically nationalistic bents. So uh, I think that the game is, is up. And it's my feeling that right now, even with Brexit, with Britain, uh, Britain is trying to leave, but they're trying to say, no, we're, we want a lot more money for you to leave. Uh, Europe is, is going to kill itself. And they're going to kill itself with a crazy immigration policy led by globalists. And it's not for pro-nationalism or pro-Europe even. They want to destroy the nation-states in Europe. They don't want anybody to have a nation-state anymore. In fact, they're... Their thesis is they don't want to rise of one superpower nation like a new Germany, a Fourth Reich. So their idea is to homogenize the entire continent. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It is. And uh, Sebastian Kurz is the one that may win in Austria. He'll be the youngest world leader in Austria, 31 years old. And he's not at the far right, but he's at least at the conservative right. Uh, he's not the you know the Freedom Party in that country, but. He's a step below that, so at least that would be better than, of course, the social. Well, he, he, so. he wants controlled immigration, and he wants to actually have a border. The problem is that the European uh, in Strasbourg, the European Parliament, and the administrators in Brussels don't want nation states or borders. They want to make crazy laws that basically hamstrings everybody, including they want to have people have full access to travel to Britain, even though they're not vetted, so they continue to have a Muslim invasion. That's why I call London now Londonistan. It's no longer London. Their Pakistani leader is tied directly to extremist groups. People need to know that about this guy. Uh, I call him Mr. Khanjab, K-A-H-N, Pakistani. And it's not that he's just a Muslim. He's tied directly to extreme Muslim groups. This is craziness. But it, unfortunately, the politicians, even Theresa May, look the other direction and try to pretend that it's not a problem. Oh, it's Crazy. definitely a problem. And you're right that he is definitely tied to those types of groups. Yeah, that's why you like the name, con job, K-A-H-N. <laughs> Always like little twists of words that make people laugh, because sometimes, oh, that idea got in my head, they go, how do I get it out? I said, too bad, so sad. Think about it. Pray on it. You know, yeah. and the same thing with, uh, with AMAC. If you join AMAC, your rights are going to be protected, because you've got a group that's lobbying to have proper policy. And I know there's people who must be listening to the Trump administration to say, I've been screaming for many months to start off with a competitive thing between the across border lines then controlling the malpractice suits and the other ideas you come up with today that AMAC supports, 
These are logical things, step-by-step, that either can be done by executive order or just by administrative fiat from the HHS new director. And, uh, and if at some point it gets to a catastrophic level, a bipartisan health bill will have to come through. So they're never going to get through it of Obamacare by trying to repeal the whole thing. I can see that even Rand Paul knows that's not going to happen. But what they can do is dismantle it. And it will be dismantled, but it's going to take years. It's going to be dismantled between now and 2020, probably, and it will be a major election issue. Some of the remaining, we call dead parts of the bill, will have to be kind of truncated after the election. The first thing is in 2018, next spring, I think you're going to see a lot more Trump-supporting senators and congressmen and the ones who won't support, like uh, Corker, who won't run, and others, they're going to be toast. If you run against Donald Trump, bye-bye. Go play golf. Maybe not one of his courses, but you're done as far as politics goes. Yeah, I think President Trump is going to learn from Luther Strange, and he's going to go and support candidates that are outsiders and popular nationalists. He's not going to do any more strange deals anymore, right? <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. That's a good name for him, isn't he? He's, he's actually going to be like a lurch from the, uh, from the Adams family. You know, he's so tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a swamp monster. He was a lobbyist for 20 years before they appointed him. You know, don't appoint a swamp monster and don't compromise Trump just to please uh, Mr. McConnell and, uh, and your so-called pseudo-base and the senators. They're stabbing you in the back. A2. McConnell A. How's that? <laughs> Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritional meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family.